Hello and welcome to Revitalize. Perspire, inspire, expire. Revitalize is daily encouragement for modern Christian women, sponsored by Teaching Mums Limited, an executive coaching company for mums by mums. Visit teachingmums.com today. Each mum, reach mum, teach mum. This is your personal invitation on how to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour. Now this personal invitation has been taken from the Joyce Meyer Everyday Life Bible. All verses used will be amplified, the amplified version, unless otherwise stated. Please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10, 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I'm so grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in my new life with you. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer along with me for the first time, then I'd love to say to you, welcome to the family, sweetheart. Um, this is, apart from getting married and having children and um, following your dream and deciding to step out on your own, this is the best decision and the most important decision you will ever make. Um, and I want to welcome you and celebrate you for this personal commitment that you have made in hidden places and may the Lord bless you and multiply you and increase you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace and um, practical things join your local online church <laughs> I never thought I'd say that yeah join your local online church read your bible every day download apps with scripture and protect your salvation with your life Tell other people how wonderful the Lord is. And of course, if you have prayer requests, you can get in touch with me, lulu at teachingmums.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to pray for you. It's so accessible and even easier now than it was six months ago. Good for you. And continue to believe that you are perfectly loved just the way that you are now. Good 
morning and welcome to Revitalize, Perspire, Inspire, Expire. So we are on part two of our mini-series, Seeking God. I will pray with you and then I will share the scriptures with you. We will get into the words and prepare for the weekend. Okay, so let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us another day. Thank you for salvation. Father, thank you that this privilege I have to share your love and your word with the world. Don't let it return to you void. May these seeds, these words, um, be deeply rooted in the hearts and lives and minds of your children, that they would grow into mighty, mighty oak trees. You are my God and my friend. And though we face many challenges, you have never failed us yet. Have your perfect way in me as I encourage people, encourage me. And as I encourage the women listening, may they also go out and encourage others. In Jesus' name, amen. So we are still in the Old Testament and we will be looking at Second Chronicles 15, verse 2, and then Psalm 27, verse 4. So let's go to Second Chronicles 15, verse 2. So yesterday I just I shared with you that the the Old Testament, you know, and the New Testament are really detailed accounts of what the Lord was doing on the earth, how people lived with God and for God, what worked and didn't work. And I hope I can use my own life um, as a testimony to share with you things in faith that have worked and things that have not worked because you know, we're not finished. God is working on us all the time. And I want to encourage you that if you're not quite where you want to be, it doesn't mean you will never be. And the Lord himself will will lift you up. Um, He's the lifter of your head. He will strengthen you as you walk with him and live for him. Okay, let's go. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 2. I'll read from verse 1 so that we have the context, okay? Now the Spirit of God came on Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, inquiring for and of him as your soul's first necessity, he will let you find him. But if you abandon or turn away from him, he will abandon and turn away from you. Wow, that's hard. Those are hard words. And it's so difficult to, to hear the truth if it's not presented to us in, in love. But what we have here is the reality that if we do not seek God, he will not and I'm saying this from experience, he will not force himself on you because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. You know, he is, God is our father and he is our friend. You know, we are his people and he is our God, but he desires that we seek him. I spoke to you yesterday about, about marriage and the, the pursuit of love when a, when a woman is, is pursued, especially if it's the right one, you know, she's pursued she actually can um, becomes really aware of how, how loved 
she is. And I believe it's the same with God. God wants us to pursue him. He wants us to desire to spend time with him. He wants us to actively want to be with him because it says here, hear me, all of Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you are with him. So, so far as you desire the Lord and his presence, he will be with you. Now, just because we don't desire the Lord's presence doesn't mean he isn't real or he isn't there. But it's very difficult to be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't want you. You spend all your time, your effort and your money, your resources, your love, your effort for somebody that doesn't want you. It's very painful. And people sometimes overlook the heart of God. Okay, God is not a human being, but he still has a heart because a heart can grieve. A person can weep. They can love. God has a heart. And it's not a physical heart the way ours is a physical heart, pumping blood around our body. But the heart of God is the spirit of God. And what I mean by that is when we read the word and we're one with the spirit of God, we become aware of what the heart of God desires. Stay with me on this. In the same way, if you meet a, um, a mother and she shares her heart with you, that is probably what pushes her, motivates her to build her home. So God's heart is what he uses to build the kingdom of God. The things that he desires, seeing people saved, seeing people born again, bringing people into himself, that is the heart of God. And we know that because from the beginning of time, all God has tried to do is find ways to bring humanity back to himself. Through Adam, he spent time with Adam in the call of the day, through Noah, through Abraham, through Moses, through Elijah, through Elisha, through Jeremiah, through all of the prophets, that the message is, God loves you, come back. Now, if God didn't love you, if God didn't love me, why would he want us to seek him? But it's a, it's a relationship. It's a marriage. It's a covenant. It requires two active parties. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I don't think any relationship has ever worked with just one active party. Both need to be encouraging. Both need to be growing. Both need to be loving. Both need to be committed. It's not impossible to have one person really active and one person inactive, but it's very difficult and very painful. And my encouragement to you today is to pull your weight in your relationship with God. It's not to say you're not doing it already, but let's go deeper. Now, I told you I've had some challenges this week and I've gone back to God to say, Father, show me, show me what, what's happening right now. What do I do? I'm actively seeking God. Not, not because I'm better than anybody. It's actually because I really, really need his help. And remember, I said to you that praying does not have to be an isolated incident. On the go, at your kitchen sink, in the bathroom, whilst you're changing nappies, in conversation, if you have to have a difficult conversation with your spouse, pray first. Ask God to be with you so you can speak up, share the truth and, and move on. It's so hard to be in relationships because we're imperfect people. So God has not asked us for perfection because he has the perfection he desires in Christ, which is why he sent Christ in our place so that he could receive us. So that we could be involved 
in his move on the earth, involved in his family, become an, an, uh, an active and a very core part of who God is because Christ and God are one. And if we are in Christ, we belong to God. Now, if you've recently become a Christian, some of the things I'm saying might may be a little bit difficult to unpick. But I suppose the crux of what I'm saying is that God desires to be with you. And that's why all through creation, all through time and forevermore, he longs to be sought after by you. But he won't work against your will. He will not force you. And as long as you are with him, he will be with you and he will let you find him. It's a privilege to find the Lord. But if we abandon and turn away from him, he will abandon and turn away from us. Now, I tried to live a life without the spirit of God. And it was an absolute disaster, girls. Let me tell you, I was a mess. And God didn't stop existing because I was living in disobedience. But things just became so dark and so heavy that I could hardly manage with the things that I was supposed to be doing from day to day. And I realised that God is not trying to make my life harder. He wants to be with me in my walk, not just so my life can be easier, but also so that he can strengthen me and then I can strengthen others. As a, as a mum, as, as a woman, as a wife, there's so many things that I carry some things I shouldn't be carrying and some things I definitely have to carry. That's part of my ministry to my family. But the Lord will walk alongside me and strengthen me. But I have to seek him. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. It's my privilege and my gift to seek the Lord whilst he may be found. Let's go to Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verse 4. Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing I've asked of the Lord, and that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in his presence all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty, the, delight, the delightful loveliness and majestic grandeur of the Lord, and to meditate in his temple. The whole point of our existence is to be like God, to seek God, dwell with God, live in his presence and enjoy his company and his majesty and glory. Who are we that God would share his beauty and majesty with mankind? It's an, an incredible gift. And David is saying here, the only thing, my only priority is to seek him and dwell in his presence all the days of his life. I desire that too. But the things you have to contend with in order to get into the presence of God, my goodness, it could actually knock you <laughs> out. But I'd encourage you to continue to seek the Lord whilst he may be found, whilst he is with you, whilst, whilst he's made himself available to you in Christ dwell in his presence daily and do not be afraid do not be afraid to make him your priority now that's all for today it's friday my 
Sweetheart, be blessed and encouraged in your walk. I'll be back with you on Monday. Sharing, again, we'll be looking at Lamentations 3, verse 25. Seek the Lord whilst he may be found. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your majesty. I thank you that you can be found. You will let us find you and we can seek you and you will be with us. My God and my King, would you reveal yourself to us again today that we may become like you and the things that contend with us, would you contend with them so that there is space, emotional, financial, spiritual, physical space in our life for you to be number one. I don't understand so many things, but I know that you love me and I know you love the girls listening. I know you love the mums listening. I know you love your people. Help me to grow in understanding of teaching your word and help those who listen to be encouraged that as they seek you, they will indeed find you. Have your perfect way, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a fantastic weekend. I hope you've been blessed this week. See you all next Monday. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, that's all from me today on Revitalize. Inspire, perspire, expire. It's been so wonderful to um, have you listening in. Thank you for your time. If you haven't already done so, visit teachingmums.com to find out all the things that Teaching Mums is doing right now and leave a review. Leaving a review means that more and more women and families like yours are able to hear this message, this encouragement. I'm available on all the platforms where podcasts are shown and aired. Um, and it's wonderful to, um, to have you with me on this journey. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.